Good afternoon and welcome to Isotopica here on Resonance 104.4 FM with me, Simon Tishko. On today's show, we are going to take a detour which goes all the way down the M4 to the Shires, the beating heart, British home counties, Herefordshire, where we will be hearing an excerpt from a short film by good friend, an all-round filmmaker, all-round good friend, and all-round many things, and filmmaker, Mr. Rufus Davis, who's going to be on the phone from the Shires any minute now to explain a bit of the history of this film, which has turned into a tribute, unexpectedly, to my dear, dear, dear nephew, Andy Russell, who unfortunately died in bizarre and tragic circumstances about coming up to seven years ago now. Time really flies. We're going to too many details of that, but you can find out more by following the links to this episode on the website being www.theculture.net. Um, that's a strange one. It's about cricket. I know nothing about sport. It's kind of sentimental, as the way it should be. It's a very short clip, but kind of nice. I'd like you to enjoy. Later on in the episode, we shall be hearing from our American correspondent, um, comic maker, publisher, Mr. Tech himself, Mark Marouche, who recently undertook a Amtrak train journey right across the continent of North America, transporting a whole bunch of animals for a friend, as you do. He sent me a lot of field recordings and some really nice things, of which today we get a very small excerpt, supposedly an undercover policeman, possibly being bizarre, Homeland Security doing what they do in a very insecure way on a train in America. We also have um, Dr. Chicago, which is, of course, Alvin Lussier, minimalist uh, American sound composer from the 60s, still practicing to this very day. We have some Alistair Crowley expounding on the Titanic, Sidsel Endresen from Scandinavia, mixed in a little bit more me, some various sounds, and I hope you enjoy today's detour. So here we go. Coming up any moment now, our Shire's correspondent. Pin back your ears, enjoy the show.
Rufus, tell me, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be playing um, the soundtrack to the short film you made about Andy, um, which I discovered on a hard drive a couple of days ago. Tell me a little bit about it. An old cricketer leaves the crease. Wow, it's a Roy Harper song, and it's it's very evocative of of, of cricket. And cricket's a funny game. Um, uh, everybody who plays loves it, and everybody who doesn't play doesn't understand what the hell's going on. And it, anyway, it sums it all up perfectly. And uh, so I laid it down as a backtrack to a, a film I made, which was a bit of a, a montage to a friend of mine who uh, was a great cricketer and uh, is no longer with us. And uh, hence, hence the choice of soundtrack. Very nice choice of soundtrack. Yeah, no, Andy was kind of bowled out before his time and I certainly feel in the film you've made that real sense of um, confusion and loss because he was kind of rather more full of life than most people, wasn't he? He was, but in a very, very subtle way. And everybody loved him. Everybody loved him. And uh, it didn't matter which walk of life they came from. And he was, you know, he was definitely left field, and he was very, very uncricketed. Most uh, crickets about drinking beer and eating cream teas, and and uh, uh, yeah, cream teas, beer, sandwiches, cakes, and 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 uh, and Andy uh, didn't eat sugar, didn't eat cake, didn't eat bread didn't drink beer, had a goatee beard, had long hair, and he just didn't look like an archetypal cricketer. But he was a perfect cricketer, a groundsman, a wonderful stylist left-hander, and, uh, and one of the best spinners of a cricket ball we've ever seen. So, yeah. Well, tell, tell me, wh- where's the team? What's the team name? Our team was Goodrich. Goodrich Cricket Club, which is a, a small cricket ground nestled in an area of outstanding natural beauty just near Simmons Yard on the River Wye has a castle it's sort of everything that's idyllic in fact when he came to the cricket club um, and we soon realised watching him play that he was really really very good um, we asked him you know why, why have you come here to our little cricket ground you know you could have you could have gone to you know any number of high quality cricket clubs playing in a much higher quality standard of cricket and he said you know I like the view here <laughs> and that summed him up <laughs> that's beautiful yeah, yeah. And that was him and that was him all over so he used to come up to the ground and potter around cutting the wicket and look at the wagtails and yeah that was that was that was his karma and his his you know, his, his um, what's the word? Meditation, if you like. So, yeah. Yeah, I know he certainly felt saw it as that. Well, look, I'm gonna I'm gonna play the movie, and um, even without images, there's a nice evocation in there. And um, it's that subtlety you mentioned. He's incredibly self-effacing, and the jokes he's making are with the full knowledge and irony of the absurdity of it all. And that really comes across in the film that you've made. Well, I, I think you realise that, you know, cricket isn't everything, but it's part of everything. And, uh, and yeah, 
Nice. Well, thanks. Thanks for your film. And um, I look forward to catching up with you very soon. I think yeah, you, you've got a mixing desk for me, which I'm looking forward to arriving in the whatever's, however's, or you'll drag me down to the country to come and get it. But that's another story. Meanwhile, thanks for speaking to us here on Resonance 104.4 FM. On your London dial, www Resonance FM International, worldwide and into space. Arr. <laughs> All right, Rufus. All right, matey. I'll uh, well, see you when I see you. Good luck with that. Yep, Rufus Davis, our man in the Shires. Arr. I am, I'm in my uh, role as official videographer. What we do, what's the date today? September 11th, it's a bit emotional. Although they say it was a conspiracy by the American government to uh, for the war on terror, so they could invade Iraq. What's your feelings on that? Um, I think it's a... This is my September 11th kind God. of hat. That's it, put it down, put your... Down. That's right, he's a lady, I'm a lady. So what was your highlight of the season? Because um, you know, you're new to the club, you had the um, first season was a little bit ropey, what are you know? Ropey, I was just finding my feet, you know, it was a bit, some of the characters were a little bit scary, you know, there's a, there's a bit of mixed, bit of inbreeding going on, it was a bit, you know, just having to adjust really. But once you told me about, <laughs> no, they've all, <laughs> that's only you. That's only you though, everyone else is quite, got quite good. <laughs> but when you told me about how, you know, everyone's really friendly, I, you know, it, I understood a bit more culturally, you know, where everyone was coming from. But no, it's um, walked to the, the square. No, it's been, it's been harmonious. It's been centered. Has there been a lot of essence? Um, essence has been stored, which I think has been vital to my own personal performance. I've got a little jam jar at home, which I've just, on a Saturday morning, with a bit of yeast extract, it's quite quite nice, and a bit of rye bread. I've, I've got a spare pot if you want. But no, really, what, it's, what I think has been, for me personally, the, uh, the gel or the glue, which has fused our team. It's been the tremendous team spirit. It's the blend of youth, virilness, and experience. Also, how can you not get inspired by the vista which surrounds us? The swallows swooping. Remember, one swallow doesn't make a summer, though. Have you had a... <laughs> All they two die. <laughs> the swifts. Swifts are quite glorious. But it's been lovely twirling and twisting with Michael Evans. I think that's probably been my personal joy in tandem. You know, he's been the he's been the web, he's been the spider which has kind of enveloped our team. And to have that much enthusiasm, I think it, it kind of bounds through. And also I think it's been it's been a story of the older players, Roger Lord, you know, that that the mercurial northerner who, you know, quite rightly, he should still be down a pit, but he's managed to transcend his roots. 
and an interesting technique, but devastating. Um, yeah, like you say, young Sammy, um, young Sammy. I think one of the purest innings I've ever seen was the one over at Talgar. That, that was glorious. Um, young James O'Brien. He's kind of, he's not quite of this world, and he's. His batting is, is kind of um, subtle, he's got the skill and I think he's going to be a definite force for the future. Brownie, we all know about Brownie's, uh, his reputation precedes him, although he didn't really score 50 until the halfway stage, is that right? But then he, devastating, last two innings showed, showed the power of the man, I mean with the, the willow, with the wand. Uh, his 130 against Garnons was... Uh, you know, that, that was, if ever I saw a tantric innings, that was it, really. It had power, it had subtlety. He knew where his G-spot was, his goddess spot in his bat, and he, and he really utilised that. And, um, yeah, I think he was quite inspiring to the team, the way he connects with the youngsters, sort of uh, gets, you know, gets on with them and connects. And then it's just gone all the way down, really, and then with the bowling, you've got... You know, like I say, we've got Marky P with uh, the power of God on his side. I mean, he's he's good. I mean, he's been uh, pretty impressive. And everyone's just come to come up to the hockey yourself when you had your little posse down. You know, took us through that that bowling against Garnons when they were having a little revival. Well, I, I don't want to tell you too much because I bowled four overs for about 30 runs, but apparently I bowled quite well. No, you did. Just put that pressure on. So, I mean, you, we look to the future now. Okay, it looks at that pavilion looks a bit like a prison at the moment, but when the facade's on, it's going gonna, it's gonna to look nice. Um, oh, oh, just to personally, what was your average? Because you did well with the bat, I believe. Not too bad, about 30, you know, I kind of... You know, came in and flailed the bat a few times, but generally the batting had already been done. I just kind of came in and uh, had a few wild swings. And how many wickets wickets did you pick up? Um, about 20. Mikey, Mike Evans beat me to that, but he, he, I mean, he got 24, 25 at 13 apiece, which is pretty inspirational. I think I got 24 at about 23, 24. But you know, like you say, it's about it's about the team. It's Pied Wagtail, beautiful sight. And um, Mark Bradford, twenty odd wickets at twenty. Evans, Philly Evans, about twenty wickets at, at twenty again. He averaged fifty. I mean, he coming in. Uh, he's a he's a very he's a good talent. He is. He really wears his uh, wears his kind of heart on his sleeve. But you know, it's just been good, and it culminated, culminated yesterday with a beautiful, you know, nice little barbie, people frolicking in the pool, and it was yeah, it was a, a, a joyous day. And Ed, Eddie, let's not let's not forget Eddie broke his ribs, broke his ribs, came back the next week, played on. You know, obviously he his essence is lower. He's been depleted because he's found found a new love, and she's been she's been a great support to the the side and uh, put on a lovely. A lovely spread, and it's just yeah, it's nice. Why we love cricket, why we love the team game, is because you've got your different personalities, different walks of life, but we come together. You know, like a cosmic collection, like a puzzle. 
and we, we basically we had no pieces missing you know we just all fused we were just irrepressible at the end and yeah I'd like to thank God I'd like to thank Allah praise be all right he might have had something to do with twin towers I don't know that's allegedly but I think personally I think George G.W. Bush and that puppet Blair poodle no I love I love you I don't want to get political because Politics shouldn't come into sport, really. Okay. So, yeah, it's an emotional day. I remember September 11th because my friend was coming over from Australia, and she didn't. She that day, she was the day after she was meant to fly, and she came down two days after, and I'd managed to procure some LSD, and we went to this caravan. My mum had a caravan site in Burnham, and um, basically, I had an insight that we're all one, we're all connected, we're all pure energy, and when you get erection, it's like God smiling. So enjoy the moment. Praise be to Jesus and Buddha. When the day is done and the ball is spun in the umpire's pocket away, and all remains in the grounds of space for the rest of time and the day there'll be one man dog and his master pushing for forward the spin on a dusty with two pounds six of willow wood in the sun When an old cricketer leaves the crease You never know whether he's on If sometimes you're catching a fleeting glimpse Of a twelfth man Thank you.
And the gathering stands And the clock turns back to reflect On the years of grace As those footsteps trace For the last time out of the end Well, this way life's recollection The hallowed strip in the hills The fabled men And the noonday sun Are much more than just yarns of the days When an old cricket leaves the crease Well, you never know whether he's gone
rancho grande, allá donde vivía. Había una rancherita que alegre me decía, que alegre me decía. Te voy a hacer tus calzones, ¿Cómo? como los usa el ranchero. ¿De qué mi cuate? los comienzo de lana y luego te los acabo de cuero allá en el rancho grande allá donde vivía había una rancherita que alegre me decía que alegre me decía Que alegre me decía, te voy a hacer tus calzones, ¿Cómo? como los usa el ranchero, de qué mi cuate, te los comienzo de nada, y luego te los acabo de cuero, allá en el rancho grande, allá donde viví. Que alegre me decía, que alegre me decía might fit our plans exactly. This could be the forest primeval. The murmuring prunes and the hemlocks bearded in garments green indistinct in the twilight. Would you like me to take a look inside and see if we could uh, spend the night here? After all, the police can't be far behind. I'll go take a look.
Well, it seems okay to me. Would you like like uh, uh, to go in after all this? The evening sun's coming down, and we need a place to spend the night. Let's go in, girl. Oh, what a horrible dream. Nightmare. Stuck out here in the middle of nowhere. Tired mosquitoes, stinking cabin. Beautiful idea I had, huh? Stealing a, a Swedish car. Build a sanitarium in Sweden? Steal a Swedish car. Great idea. Breaks down, pushing on the road for four hours. Beautiful. Oh, the one thing I regret is that I sh never should have left to... Lima, Ohio. Oh, we'll never forget those beans in Lima. Beautiful brown beans. Good for the body. Therapeutic. I know. A physician knows those things. Remember those rides to Bucyrus? Remember that? Mistake. Big mistake. Peg, how's Jan? How's she feeling? Poor sweet little girl. still fever. Well, I suppose there's not much to do but stay the night, huh? We haven't got much other choice. It'll probably rain. Big storm coming up. You can always tell, tell stories. Do you know any stories? Jokes? Do something like that? We could stay up all night. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go to bed here. I don't know about all this place. Bugs in the mattresses, for all I know. Stay up. Pretend it's somebody's birthday. Pretend it's like the night before Christmas. We always used to stay up the night before Christmas, didn't you? Here I am. Dr. Alvin Chicago. Probably the best surgeon in the world, probably, you could say that. But I got my sweet Sheila Marie, sticks by me, I'll tell you that much. My nurse, five years, faithful, loyal, Peggy, uh, uh, <laughs> my faithful nurse, Peggy. Jan, last name unknown. Do you know her last name, Jan? I don't know. Never told me. Well, what do we do? Let's cheer ourselves up. Why don't we cheer ourselves up? Let's no, sing a song. I you know any songs? Let's sing a song. Up. I'm tired. Let's think of a song to sing. At least it'll keep us awake and keep us I feeling don't better. Like to sing songs. How about? How about God bless um, Erica? Come on, let's let's start like something like this. God bless America, land that I love. Stand beside her and guide her through the night with the light from above. 
twice before and smoked its cousin 5-MeO-DMT several times but I finally had the opportunity to smoke the orange wax and experience the hyper jump for myself. My facilitator loaded about 40 milligrams into a glass rebase pipe. He gave me careful instructions on how to smoke it including a warning that it would taste god awful. I sat and counted my breath for a few minutes to calm myself and finally I was ready. I sat on the floor holding the pipe. My facilitator held a butane torch over the bowl and slowly lowered it as I began inhaling. Soon, a thick white vapour filled the bottom half of the pipe and began coming into my lungs. It had a strange, kind of funky taste, but it was nowhere near as bad as I had been warned it might be. I took most of the material in one big hit and held it for a few seconds. By the time I was breathing in the second hit, I was feeling it strongly. It was so fast. As I was inhaling the second hit, I was hearing a buzzing tone made up of multiple frequencies. It rose in volume until it was the only thing I could possibly have heard. Layers of overlapping sinusoidal patterns obscured my field of vision. I lay back after the second hit, holding my breath. I've got a very vague recollection of exhaling, but by that time I was zooming hard. It was sheer chaos. There was an incredible amount of motion and colour all around me seemingly moving at near the speed of light. My mind was completely overwhelmed and I couldn't pay attention to any one thing. It's kind of like going over Niagara Falls in a barrel or being shot out of that cannon. Total sensory overload. The best way I can think of to describe it was like getting hit by lightning. It was as if a bolt of energy had come through the top of my head, blowing me into a million pieces and scattering them all corners of the universe. Over the next five minutes, my being slowly reformed from the whirling chaos it had been reduced to. My visuals were a jumbled mixture of fantasies, memories and things from the room mixed with a strange geometric form. I don't remember most of what I saw as it was simply too damn fast. I didn't see any elves or entities but there was a definite sense of other there. It felt like it was waiting for me, watching and possibly even interacting with me on some level. As I came back, I remembered where I was and what was going on, and I smiled. The room was a curious yellow-orange colour, and I wondered if my vision were permanently tinted. The ceiling was writhing and crawling into itself, yet after another five minutes, I was ready to speak and sit up. I felt wonderful, happy, and totally amused. We have three trash receptacles on this car, one at each end, one in the middle. Please utilize those as necessary. Please use the handrails while coming up and down the stairs, on and off the train and in between cars. And please wear your shoes at all times while walking about the train. Folks, there is absolutely no smoking anywhere anytime while on board. There are designated smoke stops. They will be announced by the train crew and the conductor as they come. Our lounge and observation car is located one car ahead of us downstairs, and that car is a snack bar where you can purchase hot and cold beverages, 
food and snacks. We also have a full service dining car. And reservations are required for lunch and dinner. Breakfast starts tomorrow at 6.30 and there are no reservations required for breakfast. Folks in San Antonio, we are going to have quite a few passengers joining us. So if you are sitting at a seat by yourself, please do not be surprised if you have a friend at the next stop. So if you can kindly clear the seat next to you, we will get to San Antonio three and a half hours. Trains. You got to have pretty good trains. And they do. On these, on the trains, they, they got you know, a good size train. Because most of these trains, not these, but the UP and SP, Love and Motors, got 4,400 going per unit. They have to have a lot of work. You got to have a braking power, too. Well, it's five minutes to noon. Why the hell do you leave so early? They must have other duties or something they have to do, too. I think that's what a lot of it is. Not that they want to, they have to. I'd like to know who this bozo is that keeps calling. See, now I got the number. I'm going to say, hey, look, do me a favor. Don't send no messages. Who are you? Well, it's not important who I am. All you need to know is don't send no messages just because you're being annoyed. I'm wasting my time all the time. I don't know this person. I don't want to know this person. and stuff? Huh? Short words and yeah, stuff? Yeah, yeah. trying to be cool. Man. You're not going to be as cool as my cousin because he was Mr. Cool. He ain't going to be cool. That's, that was his nickname, Mr. Cool. from my father's estate. I had to go through our tribal police in Oklahoma, Cherokee Nation, to get it. And because there were some legal issues. And man, I'll tell you what, I finally got this sucker. But I had to go all the way to Oregon to pick it up from his widow. And then she could just pay us some cash. And I think the reason for that, it wasn't so much like an inheritance, it was a gift. You know what I mean? It's the way it's worded. 
Well, make a long story short, I would assume if she paid it in cash, it shouldn't go any farther than the lawyer's office, right? I would think it'd never be reported. Never be reported. Yeah. Now, because that's that's like she just paying me off. Basically, she could tell them all of us because she had an issue with anybody who was mixed blood Indian or something. I don't know why, but she was just that way. She couldn't stand anybody that had Indian blood or I don't know. You know, she just so anyway. As she was coming downstairs, my youngest brother David. She says something, you know, just a bunch of half-breed bastards. Yeah, yeah, we are half-breed bastards. And guess what? There's some fucking money. That's what he told her. She said, fucking money. She said, he told her, always remember one thing. We're not your sons. We're not your family. And what it was, now there's Superman. What's up? About 25 minutes. Hey, look, man, they've been looking for you. They got a job for you. Yeah, they know it. They've been looking for you. I need this job. They get to save the world. I need that job. I tell you, the good job to give up here and drive. They send them to school no, in Delaware. I don't want that. It's not that hard. It's not that hard. Yeah. No, my grandfather did. This one look a little easier, though. Well, yeah. I thought he said for a minute, he said, look, the liquor's a lot easier. <laughs> That'll work, too. That, too. Yeah. Well, get me a pair of boat cutters and get in that one there. But, no, I don't. You know, there's one room. Okay. There's one of these cars that when you're going up, you know how you go up like, you know, like this. Yeah. But the car used to be a room for handicap, but it's a storage room. Take that down and get back there. We're going to have to negotiate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. We can't do that. Well, let's negotiate a little more. Uh, oh, yeah. Well, you know, a couple more of those hundred dollar bills, they got that now. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And then they want to, he bothered me, he touched me. My God, that man touched my friends. Well, did you enjoy it? What the hell is the freaking issue? You know? They like to play games too much, and that's what gets a lot of their asses kicked. And that's why a lot of the divorces are. But anyway, on a more positive note, so you think in your opinion, being that she paid me cash, that's it, they should be returning into the because if you're paying in cash, one, one, if she reports it, it comes back to her. Well, she's not going to do that. And two, if it's reported, then someone's going to look and go, did you pay him enough? And it opens up that whole other can of worms. So that's that's the way of going. I think the way she here. paid the cash is she wanted to make sure that I kept my pension and everything. That's good too. Yeah. Because that's true. If you get you get money from somewhere, some of that stuff starts to go away. I've seen that happen to folks. Yeah. It's yeah. true. Yeah. So being that she paid me in cash, that was to keep from me trying to mess up with my, my veterans pension from Vietnam. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that's a good so, I like to have some of this land out here. I put my freaking house up on that hill somewhere. Seriously. Yeah. I second that. Yeah. Put a house up there. Titty bar. <laughs> Wouldn't that be cool? <laughs> have a titty bar. <laughs> yeah. Man, she got some big melons. Pretty soft at night, too. Oh, man, I tell you. My daughter came up to me one 
Say that's why I think mine is starting to yeah. head back because it's right here. Yeah, and all that, all that stuff about you can get this and you can do this and you do that. Man, hell, I don't want that because see, being involved up there, there's no sense. That is very true. Yeah, first time I shaved my head, that's it was just people true. running up to you, just yeah. I want to touch it, Bobby. Yeah, but you know what? You know what, 29, 30 years down the I love you. 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 See, I've already paid for it. I just didn't get to go. So what they told me is said, we don't refund money now. Make sure that you're going where you're going, or if you decide to change it, they'll give you they'll give you your money back, but in the voucher. Yeah. And the voucher's for the full fare. They don't try to jip it. Well, I think maybe. Let me tell you a funny story. You see, there were these two businessmen. And they had competitive businesses right across the street from each other. And they used to keep tabs on the other fellow, see what he was doing, you understand? So one morning, one of the businessmen saw the other one coming out of his store with a big suitcase. So he says to the businessman, Irving, where are you going? Irving says, I'm going to go to New York. New York. New York. And the other one says, now wait just a minute. You're telling me you're going to New York so that I will think you're going to Philadelphia when really all the time you're going to go to New York. You... 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 Don't you think that's a, a funny joke? And then what happened, Don't you think that's funny? I wonder if one of us should... Uh, Keep guard. Uh, keep guard and see if the police are uh, see if the p police are, are around. Don't you think? You tell jokes nice. 
Mr. Canning. All flesh, the serpent, frequent steel, and summer thoughts of man's delight. Down crash of an immobile and brainless barrier of ice. Courage. The gray god shoots a laughing lip. Let not faith founder with the ship. We reel before the blows of fate. Our stout souls stagger at the shock. Oh, there is something ultimate, big spark of the living rock. Courage, catastrophe beyond belief, harden our hearts with fear and grief. The gods upon the titans shower their high intolerable storm, but no god knoweth in what hour a new Prometheus may be born. Courage! Land of his doom goes driving down. A crown of thorns is still a crown. Each with their private wishes. No power of nature shall withstand last the spirit of mankind. It is not built upon the hand. It is not watchful to the wise. Courage! Disaster and destruction tend to taller triumph in the end. His pale brow like the moon. The same wind through curtains, the same sun, the same slicing up of time, the cracks in the pavement, between the stones, between the floorboards, the missing step, the missing hour. edges with elegance they never slipped houses and their shadows their shadows air-conditioned spaces intersections moving very quietly through the landscape Being of no consequence and sleeping 
with one arm across her eyes, dreaming of rain. been listening to Isotopica here on Resonance 104.4 FM. My name is Simon Tishko. And another thing I'd love to mention is a really nice event coming up this week, which contains all sorts of links, threads and connections and kind of cultural detours of which Isotopica is so firmly embedded. Um, frequent guest, longtime friend, national treasure and all-round wonderful artist and friend of Resonance FM, Dudley Sutton, and a very good friend of his, are both opening an exhibition this week of lino cuts. Um, This is in the Subway Gallery in London, and it nicely says, both found themselves delighted by the simplicity and impact of a way of creating, not exercise since childhood. Crispin is working themes that have become familiar to him, fascinated by insects, reptiles, saints and sinners, while Dudley illustrates his poem, Tommy the Tomcat of St. Eyes. Um, this is, as I said, at the, um... Subway Gallery, which is, funnily enough, in a subway, a home for underground art, which is in Kiosk 1, Joe Strummer Subway, Edgeware Road. The connection there being, I used to work with The Clash at uh, the end of the 70s and the 80s in a very, very lowly, roady position, but Jesus, if anything, that has left me with some seriously good memories of one of the best rock and roll bands. Britain's produced in many, many years. But anyway, that's lots of details, isn't it? Dudley's show, opening at Subway Gallery this Thursday night, as a private view, which every resonance listener is invited. And the exhibition runs for a few weeks after that. Details at subwaygallery.com. And now, details of in today's show, track listings of the music, etc., are available on my website. Uh, which is www.theculture.net Thank you very much for tuning in and thanks to everyone at Resonance FM for making these shows possible. Uh, I hope to hear from you, same time, same place, same wonderful radio station next week between the hours of 3 and 4 o'clock, 104.4 FM. This is Simon Tishko saying goodbye for now.